What's going on, PC fam? Welcome to another episode of Chill with Chill. Uh, Chill, what's going on? Not in B. It's basketball season, man. You know what time it is. Yeah. On top yeah. of that, on top of that, my 49ers is in the bowl game. Which, by the way, hold the phone. Hold the phone. <laughs> hold the phone. Hey, Niners hold in the Super Bowl, y'all. Hey, chat, let me get y'all Super Bowl predi- predictions in the chat real quick. Let me get y'all Super Bowl predictions. I need I need to know who's the winner of the Super Bowl, chat. Who's, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Um, MVP and everything. Yes, sir. Four and everything. Yes, sir. What up, chat? What's up, Smokey? FIFA? Antoine? Okay. What was that jersey, Chilltown? I didn't see. Oh, uh, this, this, this. The great. Oh, Frank Gore. Okay. Great. Yes, sir. Fifthly, you got Chiefs by three touchdowns. Don Rich mm-hmm. said, I got the Niners by six. Travis Kelsey will revolt. Tomorrow, some, somebody's life is going to change. Hey, Chelsea, how you do How you do the Super Bowl? You do the big Super Bowl party and have, go to, you know, you just kick it at the house. That's it. That's, yeah. that's what you, if you're looking for me, that's where you can find me at. My yeah. feet up. And since my boy's in it, right, since my boy's in it, there's going to be a little bit more excitement. But, nah, I'm not a – I'm not I'm, – I'm, I don't do the extracurricular stuff, the whole party yeah. and, and tailgating and all of that. Nah, I don't do that. I'm straight. Yeah, I used, to, I used to love to go to my uncle's uh, Super Bowl parties. It didn't matter Word. who was playing. He was doing a crazy little Super Bowl thing. But uh, yeah, now, not no more. I'm, the, I'm that's, that's your mother brother or your father brother? Um, my pops, his brother. Yeah. Word. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Definitely. But um yeah, so we had some good basketball last night though. We did, Joe. Yo. Um, yes, we did. I mean, I don't want to I don't know where you wanted to start, but I kind of want to start with 17, 17, and 10. I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but well, I want to start with 17, 17, and 10. Well, Big Ox heard me give him a revelation uh last week that I'm on I'm I'm on the Sabonis train. I love that kid. And Big Ox been talking to me about him for quite a while. And I haven't really been paying attention to him like I should have been. But then, like over the course of this season, a little bit of last season, but over the course of this season even more, I've been paying so much more attention to him. And yeah. the more I watch him, the more I watch him, the more Sacramento's offense runs like Denver's, like runs like Denver's offense, where they run it through him. They run a lot of two-man between him and De'Aaron Fox. It's not the same as Denver in the aspect of, you know, Joker and, and Jamal Murray in terms of that tandem, but it's pretty damn close, Ox. It's pretty yeah. damn close, man. When I'm watching Sabonis, like last night, for example, I'm watching Sabonis. He knocks down that mid-range. He actually can knock down the long ball. In, yeah. addition, to, in addition to being a glass cleaner, Mars and I had a conversation which was – Blowing Ox's mind because Mars is talking about uncontested rebounds. Meanwhile, I'm watching Sabonis getting double and triple teamed last night, particularly, and mm-hmm. he's still on the glass, on the offensive on glass. The glass, still on the yeah. offensive glass, creating opportunities. And on top of him being on the offensive glass last night, creating opportunities, right? On 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 top of him being on the offensive glass last night, creating opportunities. The quote unquote uncontested rebounds that he was getting led to things. Led to the game getting sped up, right? Led to the game getting sped up. Him being on the offensive glass, even though he only had one offensive rebound last night, but him being on the offensive glass, that does a lot for Denver. 
And what I mean with it, when I mean when I say it does a lot for Denver, it slows them down because now those guys got to work extra hard because he's on the offensive mm-hmm. glass. Now Joker got to work hard. Aaron Gordon got to work harder to keep this dude off the backboard. I'm telling you, Big Ox, I'm 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 getting on board when I hear that Keegan Murray chant, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm starting good. to like it even more when I hear that Keegan Murray chant because he get going. This team looks like this team looks like that that they can they can make a lot of noise. They can make a lot of noise in the playoffs. I know how you feel about having to see New Orleans in the first round, and we're gonna get to that in a bit. But Big Ox, I'm 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 more confident in your boys the more I watch them, specifically right. because of Sabonis, man. What he does. Well, it's, it's it's like when when we play good, we're we're really good. Yeah, you know. But it's just when anytime we have the letdowns from any of the top three guys, it's kind of it's kind of hard. The only way. If any of those guys don't play good, then we have to have nights like last night from Malik Monk. Like Malik, right. we, you know, and I mean, we can count on Malik to give some energy, but we can't count on 25 from Malik Monk. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, that, if, that's, if that's how we have to win, then mm-hmm. that's not a very good recipe, I don't think. But when we play mm-hmm. good, though, we look like one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah. And I thought you got some good minutes from some other people, too, man. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like Trey Lyles, when he's yeah. on, like when he stretches the defense, I mean, there isn't much that you can do with that. And Trey Lyles was supposed to be a guy that was supposed to really help Sacramento. And he's been up, he's been down. But when he's up, you mm-hmm. guys are a lot to deal with. You got, But the key to this, as much as I dig De'Aaron Fox, as, as much as I dig De'Aaron Fox, the key to this is Sabonis, man. Everything that you guys do is predicated on Sabonis. I like the way the action runs between him. I like his ability to pass. And more importantly, him getting on the backboard. When you got a when yeah. you got a big like that that gets on the backboard and creates havoc for everybody else, that means your game can get sped up. That means we can get more open shots. I dig me some Sabonis, Big Ox. He should have been an All Star. I dig me some. I dig me some Sabonis, man. I do. Yeah, well, that's okay. You know, sometimes that motivation is what we, is what we need. So, you know, no All Stars. Maybe that puts a, puts a little bit more killer in De'Aaron and Demontis for the rest of the mm-hmm. season. So. Hopefully. Um, another game last night, though, was Milwaukee-Charlotte. I mean, Milwaukee, they they handled them as, they as did. most would have expected. They did. The thing I wanted, the thing I, I I I paid attention to with Giannis, he didn't score much. Mm-hmm. He didn't score. He only had 15 points last night. He didn't play much. The thing that I, I, I paid attention to last night was his footwork on the box. So him working with Olajuwon clearly made a difference. Are you sure it's your time? Because, I mean – Gilbert Arenas seems to think that was a waste of money. Now he got, no, it he was got, not. I believe he said he got scammed. No, he did not. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm looking at his footwork, um, how he switches pivot feet, how he works on the right foot, how he works on the left foot, how he open pivots. That stuff working with the big man. See, the problem we have, Big Ox, is when you see guys working with other guys, you expect them to be like that. No. He's improving his game. He's not turning into Olajuwon. He's improving what his game is. So when he gets on the box and he open pivots, well, he didn't have that before, right? He didn't have that when he first showed up. When he gets on the box and he head fakes, that step through. He didn't have that before. He has that now. So that's footwork from working with Olajuwon. And the fact that he's able to do that now, I think that's a big part of his game that's helped him, a huge part of his game. So a a, a lot of people talk about Giannis as the – Running dunk man. No, uh-uh. Giannis is a lot more skilled than people give him credit for. He's a lot better with the basketball than people give him credit for. He's as good as he is going downhill. He's very good as a passer. 
he's a lot more skilled than people give him credit for. And I, I'm watching him, and I did make the mistake, Big Ox. I did make the mistake when I said last season that he was a better offensive player than Joker. Well, mm -hmm. then I had to go I, – I went back and did some homework, and I'm watching him, and I go – I watched Joker, and I went, wait, wait a minute. I think I might have gotten that wrong. No, he's not a better offensive player than Joker. That doesn't negate how awesome of an offensive player he is and how much he's improved since the bubble. Not just since the bubble, but since they when they lost to Toronto in the Eastern Conference Championship, how much more he improved. His footwork, like not, not just his footwork, but his mid-post game, his mm -hmm. vision, all of that stuff has improved mm -hmm. since, mm -hmm. since, since then. So... This right. guy is fantastic. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big Giannis fan, man. I do. I, I I dig everything. I dig everything that there is about Giannis. So we got a lot of players in the league, big ops that that are awesome, man. And it's hard to pick one dude. It is right. Well, I'm with Giannis. I I wouldn't. I never really referred to him as the running dunk man, but I do think that he was very limited, especially in that mid range area. Like mm -hmm. if he if Giannis can really just perfect that touch. That, that little mid-range touch, the mm -hmm. um, even when he's attacking the quick stop and pop, just to stop from you know setting up for the charge. If yeah. he could perfect, if he could perfect things like that, perfect that jump hook over both shoulders. Giannis yeah. will have another. I think he can because what is he 29, 30? 29, 29. 29. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. if if he can perfect those type of things, I think it will really prolong his dominance because. Right. Um, I mean, as you said, though he's improving, so hopefully he continues to do so. Hopefully he continues to work with. Um, with anybody that can improve his footwork and, and I mean Hakeem or not, you know. Yeah. And that jump hook that you were talking about, he has that. It just has to mm -hmm. be more consistent. And I think all right. that big comes down to his footwork. His footwork yeah. has gotten better. And with with and you couple all of that with his confidence. Cause the one thing I noticed about Giannis is as good as Giannis is, he can get shaken. Mm -hmm. He can get shaken in the aspect that there's things that he's not comfortable with, and because he's not comfortable with it, what he'll do is he'll shy away from it. Prime example would be last year in the playoffs. As good as Giannis was, even after he got hurt, his confidence was out. His confidence, his confidence was clearly shaken going to the strike. I think that's with a lot of guys, but Giannis in particular. So his mid-range game, I see him in warm-ups. I see him in, in, in the summertime working on it and knocking it down. But he's got one of the, he's, he's got that kind of mentality where if it's not working, it could shake him. Like he won't stick with it. He'll do, he'll he'll go away from it. And it's kind of like a boxer mentality where, mm -hmm. you know, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face and yeah. he'll just completely deviate from what the plan is. And he'll just go back to just fight a flight. And what makes him awesome is his skill set. Mentally, he has to improve. A lot of people forget. Took Olajuwon 10 years to win it. 10. He was 32 years old when he actually did it. So mm. I think Giannis is, I, I think Giannis, his footwork, how much it's improved, in addition to his footwork, his mentality, I think that has to get stronger. And once that gets stronger, I mean, I think he's got five, maybe six more years at this level simply because of how he plays. And because of how he plays, I think that's wearing on his body. I'm not, I don't think he's going to be able to play for 10 more years at that level. No, I don't. So mm -hmm. his game is going to have to change up until that point. For sure. Um, Jason Taylor and Christoph Porzingis combined for 69 points. Mm -hmm. They did. And not only did they 
combined for 69 points. I think they, they slowed Washington down. I think Washington scored less than uh, 50 and a half or 60 and a half yesterday. Um, the thing that I like about Boston is their second unit for games like yesterday. They got it's hard to get up for Washington in February, right? Mm -hmm. it's, contrary to popular belief, and, and, and Big Ox, you've been preaching this to me for some time now about how, yo, do your job, do your job. Yo, it's hard to get up for, for Charlotte in February. It's hard to get up for Portland. It's hard to get up for Washington on a, on a, on a Tuesday night or on a Thursday night. But that's what your rotation guys are for. That's where that energy comes from. Your rotation guys are the guys that bring that extra energy where, okay, let me get on my job. Pritchett is ready right. to rock and roll, right? Not only is Pritchett ready to rock and roll, Brissett is ready to rock. These guys <clears> coming in, they're ready to rock. That gives Jason Tatum. That gives Jalen Brown. That gives Christoph Porzingis extra energy. Sure, this is a long ball shooting team, but when Pritchett comes off the bench, right? When when, when Pritchett comes off the bench, he gives them energy that they did that, that they sometimes don't have. And then that is infectious throughout the crew. I mean, he had two buzzer beaters yesterday, big ox from half court. You do that, I mean, that what that's doing is that's getting everybody hyped. Absolutely, it is. Jason Tatum last night. I mean, his shot selection, of course, people will, people will talk about it, but how much better he is as a one-on-one -on -one player and him getting downhill, the way that they use Christoph Porzingis in the mid-range, he, he, I think Jason Tatum is right, where he could be the difference, like Gasol was the difference with the Lakers. He could very yeah. well be that. He could very well be that. I mean, Kristaps, Chris, you, you add Christoph and Drew Holiday to your team. Those are, those yep. are championship pieces. Yes, I mean, Drew Holiday's proven that he's a championship piece. These are those are the type of role players that you plug into an established team, and they take you over whatever hump it is that you're trying to get over. You know, and they've proven if, that. If this, if this, right? If this, if this was the type of team that was just trying to get out the second round, and you and you plug those two guys in, then okay, now you're a conference championship level team. But mm -hmm. this is already a conference championship level team, so you plug these two guys into that. I think that takes you right there to the, to to the finals. It gets you that Larry O'Brien back to Boston. Yes, it um, is. Yes, it does. I mean, yes, it with, does. with with Jalen Brown dropping 18 and 7 and Drew Holiday dropping 20 and 7, like that's – I mean, that was heavy minutes from their starters, crazy production. Like you said, you shouldn't – I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. It's hard to get up for these teams in February, but your starting five shouldn't have to put in heavy minutes like heavy. that against Washington. They, should. they shouldn't, big odds. You know? They, 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 they yeah. should not. And yeah. that's where and, – and not only and, – and not only – those heavy minutes, it's also closing games. I mean, mm -hmm. they had them, I think, plus 13 with like two two minutes left. That game should have been over. It's the same thing that happened a couple of nights ago. The exact same thing that happened a couple of nights ago. With that being said, right, with that being said, last night they laxed on the long ball. Next thing you know, that 13 goes to eight, which goes to now it's a two-possession game with a minute left. Now we got a minute left. You guys had an opportunity to end the game, and you didn't. Right, you still had to, you you let these guys back in, and with letting these guys back in, you ended up in a dogfight. These are games that could cost you later, because teams see that and they see that you don't close games well. You do not, and that's got to that that has to improve. One hundred percent, it does. Right, right. Um, another game was the the Lakers versus the Pelicans. Mm -hmm. How how'd you feel about that one? Well. Whenever I see 130 points and I see 
14 assists. Because I did watch some of that game last night. I, I'm, 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 Big Ox, like I told you yesterday, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in and out on the Lakers. I don't really watch them as much as I used to, but I did watch last night because mm-hmm. I wanted to pay, att- I wanted to pay attention to Zion. He's a bowling ball. He gets to wherever mm-hmm. he wants to get to, and he's, he's, he's virtually unstoppable. But he does have limitations to his game, and in, in the aspect that you know, if you keep him in the mid post, if you keep him in the mid range, you can make him ineffective. Even though he can pass, you can make him ineffective, and you can keep him off the backboard. You can make him ineffective, which is which is kind of what happened last night. I thought they did a good job at that. But when I see 14 assists from one guy and I see 130, I see 130 points. What that tells me is that the ball is moving, Big Ox. So if the ball mm-hmm. is moving, you know what that means? That means people are moving. The Lakers offense was one of the better offenses that I've seen this season. I'm talking about Anthony Davis finding Rui. I'm talking about D'Angelo Russell. I'm talking about Austin Reeves diving to the rim. I'm talking about not just Reeves. I'm talking about Wood. Um, I keep getting this kid's name wrong. Um, Jackson. I'm talking about Jackson Hayes, him diving to the rim. It was a lot of action off the ball last night. And because it was a lot of action off the ball last night, that really put New Orleans in a bad space. That really put New Orleans in a bad space trying to defend that. Because I saw, I saw Zion is not very good off the basketball. You could catch him mm-hmm. sleeping a lot. Especially mm-hmm. on the weak side, you could definitely catch him sleeping a lot. And they took advantage of that. They definitely took advantage of that. I feel like if the Lakers can play like this more, where they're where, where they have a lot of action off the basketball, if they play like this more, I think that they can make some noise. I definitely feel like they can make some noise. Yeah, definitely. Um, you get 20 plus from all your starting five with the mm-hmm. Lakers and what 30 from D Yes. Is can we expect that? No, Mm-mm. but 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 what I will say this though, Big Ox, if we get that kind of action off the basketball, we can mm-hmm. expect better production. Not maybe not 30. 30 might be asking a lot, right? 20 from your from your starting five. I think they got a hundred and, and, and I, I think they got 110 from their starting five last night. If the ball is moving, you can expect better production from everybody mm-hmm. when the ball is moving and when people are moving. When that happens, <clears throat> you put the defense, especially a defense like New Orleans, but you can take advantage of guys like Zion, you put the defense in a real bad position, in a real mm-hmm. bad spot. So I, I I think that this Laker team, they could make some noise. Um, You see Spencer Dinwiddie kind of hanging out with Mark Cuban, then hanging out with uh, Rob Palinka. Um, what do you see from that? And what do you expect Spencer Dinwiddie to do? Um, if Spencer Dinwiddie does sign to the Lakers, what does that do for the Lakers? If Spencer did what he signs to the Mavericks, what does that do for the Mavericks? Well, for the Lakers, he's he's going to be what Gabe, what they thought Gabe Vincent was going to be. Um, Even more than it, that, though, Chilton. Yeah, that's what they, I, that's what I mean when I say Gabe Vincent. Just a, a, just a little bit more. I think he gets oh, him a the chat. I, I, chat I, let me see. I got to check my phone. Chat saying that he just signed with the Lakers. I guess so. Yes. Hmm. So he gives right, them. Well, he, what's that do for? He, he he gives he gives them another rotation guard. He gives them another defender. Not great, but not not a great defender, but a, but a, but a good enough defender that can shore up some of that. Can shore up some of what they have in their rotation. On top of that, he's another shot maker. He can make shots mm-hmm. when given an opportunity to make shots. Now, don't get me wrong, Big Ox. Them lights a little bit brighter in Los Angeles than they are in Brooklyn. Wade and and playing with James is a lot different than playing with KD. 
Playing with James is a lot different than playing with Mikael Bridges. You know, those two guys aren't the same. But with that being said, I think that he gives them a rotation guy that can help them. And when guys like D'Lo go out of the lineup, he can actually give you starter minutes. So right. I, I, I don't mind the signing. I like it. I do like the signing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It says right here that Spencer Dinwiddie to join the Lakers after clearing waivers. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess I guess uh, Rob Polinka offered him something that uh, Mark Cuban wasn't willing to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like to be ring facing. Do the, I mean, but does this, what does this do for the Lakers though? Chill? Like, is this, I mean, I heard what you said. Like, I mean, you just answered it, but like, is it a, it is, is it a need? No. No. Okay. No, it, it doesn't. It's, it's not a needle mover. It's just an addition. It's not like, yo, they got, they got this guy. It, 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 right, it's right. not like, like, like Sacramento. Uh, It's not like Sacramento got Evan Mobley. It's not like, yo, we got him. No, it's not like that. Uh, uh it's more Man, of a. I would be we got, <laughs> we, got <laughs> we got another rotation guy. No, it's not like that, Big Ox. It's just we got another rotation guy. He's gonna help us, and he's gonna shore up some of the minutes that Gabe Vincent would have given us. And mm -hmm. with that being said, he's just an addition to the crew. But it's not a, it's not a, it's not a big time needle mover. Like, like I said, if Sac, right. if you heard Sacramento sign Evan Mobley, you'd be like, man. Mm -hmm. we, we 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 about to for real make some noise. I'll be ready. To, I'll be ready to go home for the rest of the season. February, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I have to go ahead, and move in, move in, get a, get, you know, somewhere. I'm gonna be in sack for the rest of the year. Gotta find me a space. In, I gotta find me some yeah. space in sack. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm going home, but um, Chilton. So with all the moves that have happened through the um, trade deadline. Um, in the injuries, Nick, you know, well, the obvious jo Joel and B things have happened in the past month or so. Mm -hmm. What what does that change? Like, what shifts as far as the power rankings go? Like, who, who's the top dog now? Who's who's in that top 10? <clears throat> what are the power rankings? One second, actually, mm -hmm. I, I got a I got a um, I got a doc ready for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share that so we can make sure people can see it visually. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. Mm -hmm. What I what I what I what I want you to do, Big Ox, is mm -hmm. I want you I, I I don't want you to I want you to write them down for people because they they might think that with the with the doc, yeah, that's that that that's because I I, I want to make sure that 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 people understand where we at with it is because a lot of people might see a lot of people might see it and be like, yo, you got this team, you got this team at number ten, at number ten I got the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, okay. As, Anybody who knows me knows I think they're fool's gold the way this team is presently constructed. Pat Beverly does not move the needle like that. He would have moved the needle three years ago because he would have been able to give you more minutes. He would have been able to give you more minutes and be more productive on the defensive end. He might give you 10 minutes. That doesn't help what the real problem is. Because they lost, before last night, they lost 40 last five. You know, Doc Rivers in the midst of, of he got hired in, 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 in turmoil. Which I didn't like that. That that hire stinks to high heaven, one hundred percent. Lopez before last night, I think he was out the last three games. Um, Portis has been a minus over the four the last five games. Before last night, he's actually getting it back together, but he's been a minus for the last chill, five games. Chill time, chill time. Milwaukee number ten in your power rankings is I'm not going to say it's crazy because I'm I'm along those lines. I'll probably have them around seven, six, seven, but having them 10 chill town, I don't know if the people are going to like this. When when, when, I, when, I, when you see who else I have, you'll probably understand it better. 
you'll, you'll, okay. you'll probably understand okay. it better. So, um, yeah, I think they're fool's gold. I think the way that the team is presently constructed, like I told you, Bobby Portis before last night, he was, he's been a minus in four of the last five games. Um, campaign wasn't really giving them much as a bless you Pam, campaign wasn't really giving them much okay. as a backup point guard three points and two assists in 12 minutes that ain't really helping us that that's not helping us at all at number nine um i got the sacramento kings man and big ox you know how i feel about your man sabonis i love this kid i i absolutely love this kid um the biggest all-star snub that that of all the all-star snubs i think he's the biggest all-star snub of all of them um Last night, he now enters because he had a triple-double last night. So it's just him and Chamberlain to average, to have a triple-double on 75% shooting. Him and Chamberlain have the most games on it. Chamberlain has nine. I think Sabonis has six of them. And this dude didn't make the All-Star team, by the way. He went, he went 17, 17, and 10 last night. It's almost 20 and 20. <laughs> it's almost 20 and 20. And he's been doing that. By the way, this is not something that he's done like just last night. All right? It's not, that's not like it's something that's been done last night. I think over the last, before last night, over the last, I think, uh, five or six games, 18, 17, and eight, Big Ox. It's almost 20 and 20 and 10. This is what you got on your crew. All right? This is what you got on your crew. So um, I, I, I love this kid. I love what he's doing in Sacramento. Sacramento is, I think they've won six. Before last night, they had won six of their last eight, and I was going to take them out. And the reason why I was going to take them out, Big Ox, because I thought to myself, anybody who loses to the Detroit Pistons, you're not about <laughs> to. You're not. But then I remember, <laughs> I, then I remember Big Ox. I remember the Bulls won 72 games, and they end up losing to the Toronto Raptors that year. So I can't completely take them out. I can't do that, right? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, at number eight, yo, Phoenix is rolling. Phoenix is rolling, Big Ox. And one of the main things about Phoenix that nobody's talking about is that they're healthy. Phoenix is healthy. This is the first time they've been healthy in a long time. Um, at number seven, I got Denver. Denver won seven of their last nine games before last night. They lost to Oklahoma City. That was without Joker. Um, that two-man game doesn't work the same with, with Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray as it does with Joker. It just doesn't. Um, at number six was the Knicks. Decimated by injury, with, with with them with them being decimated by injury, they still won ten of their last eleven games. Um, no Julius Randle, Brunson's been out the lineup. Uh, OGs has a has a, it was a minor shoulder. It was a minor shoulder. I'm sorry, shoulder elbow. It was a minor it was a minor elbow procedure, and he should be back after the All Star break. He should be good. Julius Randle should be good. Um, Hartenstein tweaked his Achilles, but he should be good. I'm telling you, Big Ox, I think I told you this. I think it was either yesterday or a couple of days ago. This, this Around after the All-Star break, those last 28 games, teams start to get healthy. Teams start to get ramped up. And yeah. it just looks, it, 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 it looks different with them. So um, at number five, I have Minnesota. The problem I'm having with Minnesota, the problem I'm having with Minnesota they got the best defense in the league, right? Best defense in the league, Big Ops. But in their last 10 games, five of their last 10 games, right? Five of their last 10 games, the Wolves, Charlotte, Orlando, San Antonio, and Chicago. They go into the fourth quarter with a nine-point lead, an eight-point lead, 
a 10-point lead, a 15-point lead, double-digit leads. Their problem is not their half-court offense. Their problem is closing games. They get plenty of points. They get plenty of action. Their defense isn't the issue. Their defense is not the issue. They have the best defense in the league. I think they got the best defensive player in the game right now in Rudy Gobert, which we're going to have a conversation about Rudy Gobert if he ends up winning the defensive player again this year. Big Ops, that'll be four times mm. in seven years. Mm-hmm. Four times in seven years, he's the defensive player of the year. We're going to have a big conversation about where Rudy Gobert falls in the defense in, in, as an all-time as an all-time great defensive player. But with that being said, they got an issue closing games. Anthony Edwards is arguably is, is definitely in the conversation as one of the best two guards in the game. But him and Cat and with Mike Conley, they have a difficult time keeping that offense rolling in the fourth. And I think it's predicated on a on, on a starting two guard. That's in his third year. <clears throat> is up and down. That's the that's the biggest problem. They have to shore that up. They have if to you, shore that up. If if we can spot that out right now, Chilton, that's that's reason for concern in the um in the postseason. It is. That's de- that's definitely reason for concern. If we can see that already, mm-hmm. um, might want we might want to keep an eye on that. Yes, we will. Yes, definitely we will. Um, Big Ox from five to one, and I'm from five to one is. Like running a race where Big Ox, you ran it in a nine eight seven. I ran it in a nine eight nine. The dude mm. behind me ran it in a nine nine one. So right. all these teams is like this. Like nobody is really like this, even though, we, even though we have some teams that are good. And number four, I got Oklahoma City at number four. I mean, they, they won uh, eight of the last eleven games, three of the last four. Uh, they got Jalen Williams back in the lineup because he had a rolled ankle. Mm-hmm. So they got they, they got him back in the lineup. Um, that helps them. But I watched them against Utah. Big Ox, they got destroyed on the backboard. You being a big man, you would have been disgusted by what you saw. Mm-hmm. You would have been disgusted by what you saw and how they got beat up on the backboard and in the interior, how they just got destroyed. Like, is anybody going to rebound? Is anybody going to get dirty in there? Nobody. Well, you know, that, that, paint, that paint is soft in uh, OKC. I mean, uh, that's to be expected is. from there. But... It is. And they can like, remedy that. I'm, I'm I'm really looking at um what could they do in the offseason? Free agency. I'm, I'm really looking at, at, at uh Valentunis. If they could if they could grab Valentunis in the in the offseason, I don't know what the money looks like, I don't know what they got, what they can offer, what he's expecting. Mm-hmm. But I think that's somebody they should definitely be looking at going after. Well, two things, big ox. You just mentioned it. You just said with the with, with Minnesota, if that's something that we could see right now, mm-hmm. teams could see that also, and that's gonna be a yeah. huge problem in the postseason for them. And they still got four of their guys, uh, Giddy, Jalen Williams, Kaysen Wallace, um, Chet. They still got those four guys on rook deals. So they got some money to play with. They got they, they got some money to play with. So uh, I, 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 I got to find out what the I got to find out what the situation is with Valanciunas in New Orleans, what his contract looks like. But uh, mm-hmm. I know he's unrestricted. He's unrestricted this year. So he so he come off the books after this year. That's yeah, Valtunis is, yeah, yeah. Valtunis is unrestricted. Yeah, he he should be he should be their top priority. Then him, mm-hmm. he should be their top priority. Val uh, should be their top priority, one hundred percent. Because again, I look at this crew, and I think that I I don't think that they're that far away. They're just young. They they're they're just young. Um, at number three, Big Ox. I'm on the train, and mm-hmm. I've been talking about these dudes before the season started. It's Cleveland. Cleveland. 
I've been on the train before the season started, and none of y'all dudes roasted me for it because of what you saw last year in the playoffs, and and and, and understandably so, understandably so. Everything that I thought they were going to do to the Knicks, the Knicks did it to them. Roughed them up, beat them up, straight roughed them up, outplayed them, outphysicaled them. They did all of those things. But with that being said, they're the hottest team in the league right now, won 16 of their last 17 games. Half those teams is playoff or play-in teams that they beat. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on record saying it. I think Donovan Mitchell's the best two-guard in the game. Um, he's having a career year this year. I thought Jared Allen should have been an all-star. Um, the team that they have and the way that they presently constructed, getting Evan Mobley back in the lineup, that makes them even better, right? That makes them even better defensively. So I'm really interested in what's what's going to happen with this team come playoff time. I mean, Donovan, like a, a lot of people talking about uh, the MVP. Again, before the season started, Big Ox, I thought Jason Tatum was the MVP. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be Joker. But some people are talking about SGA. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be in that conversation before the season's over. No. Hmm. No, no Darius Garland, no Evan Mobley. And he had them in the top five. Had them in the top five. He's been playing fantastic since they since they got him, since they got those guys back. I think that those guys would be better if they converted more. I think if they converted more on the long ball, I think that they would be even better because Donovan Mitchell as a passer has improved tremendously. Um at number two, I might I, I said I was out on him. But I can still, I can Boy, still mark not, they are. I think it is. I, I, I said I was out on them, but I can still, I can still dig what they're doing. It's the Clippers. It is. It's the Clippers. I can still dig hmm. what they're doing. Absolutely. I think they won nine of the last ten games, Big Ops. Right. Five of them, half yeah. of them. I think five of them have been against playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Westbrook is Westbrook is doing a really good job of taking care of the basketball. So is James Harden. So. I, can, I, I have to respect what I'm seeing from this Clipper team. And Big Ox, I said this to you. You laughed at me. But one of the two one of two things is going on here. Either I got tricked or Kawhi Leonard is going to go to pieces. One of those two things is going to happen, 100%. Because there's no way that what I saw over the last four years where a guy is barely playing, not even barely, I take that back. He's not playing half the season. He averaged 40 games a year over the last four years. We go from that. So he missed four games this year, and he looks like he's in year six. He's, I think he's going to be an all-league defender, um, definitely an all-star, definitely going to be an all-pro. Mid-range game looks better. He's actually dunking on guys. I can't remember the last time. I can't remember the last time I saw Kawhi Leonard consistently dunking on guys. He's been playing great. The problem that I, I, I am having, though, is it's Paul George. Like, nobody talking mm. about how – Slow Paul George has been as of late. I mean, he's 14 and four, shooting 23 percent. I don't think Paul George is washed under no un, un, under no stretch of the imagination. I don't think Paul George is washed, but he's going through a slump right now, and he's still in the adjustment period of playing with James Harden. Yes, he is, but he already told us, right? He already told us that he's not a number one on the championship team. So this thing that they have with the Clippers is predicated on one guy and one guy only, and that's Kawhi Leonard. He's going to go as far. They're going to go as far as he takes them, as far as he takes them. I think eight of the last 10 games, he shot over 50% from the floor. He's been fantastic for them. So even though I'm still out on the Clippers, 
I can still marvel at what they've been doing. And the best team in the NBA who I think is going to win the NBA championship is the Boston Celtics. The way I feel about them is the way I felt about Denver last year. I feel like they got the most complete team in the game. They have a top five offense for a reason. They got a top five defense for a reason, and that's because of KP, <clears throat> man in the paint, rebounding the basketball, speeding the game up. Um, Jason Tatum leads the, leads the Boston Celtics in rebounds and points. Leads, leads the Celtics in points and rebounds. Jalen Brown has been their closer. Jason Tatum has ice games for them. So they have one of the most complete. I think they have the most complete team in the league. I think they're going to win the NBA championship this year, big guys. Mm, okay. That's a, that's a solid prediction. Um, as y'all can see, it's right, it's right on the screen. Y'all seen it. Y'all heard it here first. Uh, Chill's NBA power rankings as of today, February, Saturday, February 10th, 2024. Mm -hmm. We have the Milwaukee Bucks at 10. Sacramento Kings at nine, Phoenix Suns at eight, Denver Nuggets at seven, New York Knicks at six, Minnesota Timberwolves five, Oklahoma City at the fourth spot. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers three, uh, the LA Clippers two, and the Boston Celtics number one. Yes, sir. Yeah, chat, y'all get in there. Let us know how y'all feel about this power ranking. Let me know. Let me know. Drop a drop your comments in the chat. Let us know. Do you agree with this top 10 power ranking? Who should come out? Who should be in there? Or is it just not in the proper order that you would have? Let us know. In the meantime, let me get these. Um, who we got in the back here. We got oh, Leaf Diggy. What's up, Leaf? What up? What up? What's going on? Um, what up? Yeah. Uh, hey, Leaf, you got you got something in the background. Can you turn that out? Turn it off? Or? Oh, no, that was my granddad. Oh, man, nah, oh what's up, oh, grandpa? What's up, grandfather? What's up, granddad? How you doing, brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, they said what's up, grandpa. Oh, no, nah, he went in the back. His hair is on. Oh, um, okay, I thought it was the TV, bro. No, 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 it wasn't no TV. No, nah, ain't no TV in this room. But um, typical chill town list. Um, it it wouldn't be a chill town list without the Celtics at number one. Um. The Clippers, how the Clippers have managed to etch their subs into number one conversation in the West. Um, I did see it coming um, because I told Chilltown this weeks ago um, between Minnesota and uh, Oklahoma City, one of them teams are not finishing top three in the West. And I stand by that. Um, another thing about the Timberwolves and the, uh, the Cavs, uh, you were predicated on the big man. What I'm not predicated on, on is the, necessarily their lineups. I don't think their lineups as constructed or their teams as constructed um, uh, 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 conducive to playoff winning basketball, and this and one of the reasons why I think that is is because at some point they're going to have to x out uh the Jared Allen and uh Rudy Gobert. Even as good as they are defensively, as good as they are as rebounders, man, I think that to me, just to me, I think that's the common denominator in teams uh finding out how to take advantage of them, man. Because eventually they they them guys are going to have to uh, produce some offense. And they're gonna have to produce a, a good enough uh, version of offense. I, all that defense, man, is good, but I think they're gonna have to produce some offense. I said the same thing about the Cavs last year. I said they don't get enough out of their front line, man. They ain't gonna go nowhere. I don't give a damn mm -hmm. how good uh, Ant and uh, what you call it is, um, and uh, uh, Spider is. Um, to speak more, um, I heard y'all did speak on uh, Milwaukee on um, uh, uh, Giannis uh, game a little bit. I've been saying it for years. If he gets like a short or uh, something automatic. Just a little bit away from the basket, outside of layups and dunks, man. He'll be very unstoppable. Um, you mentioned uh, Akeem Olajuwon. I thought Akeem Olajuwon had it as an individual talent, 
I think what made him better is uh, what he did, what he did out of the double teams. Um, because the thing is, he once he started making his moves fast enough to where the double teams didn't come, like it was pretty much lights out. You know, he when he got to his move very very quickly. Like, well, we not we not we not what we're not doing. We not we're not comparing Giannis to Olajuwon. The fact that he worked with him that's what most people think when they when yeah. they work with him they automatically assume yo he's trying to be like Olajuwon. No, he's in trying he's no, trying no, to improve no, his no, footwork. He's, right? trying, to improve he's trying to he's trying to improve his footwork. He's trying to improve yeah. his mid-post game. He's trying to improve his mid-range game. That's basically mm -hmm. what he's doing. I don't equate yeah, I don't equate Olajuwon offensively with anybody cuz Olajuwon is different. But I can oh, recognize I can recognize watching Giannis, that his footwork has improved, that mm -hmm. weak hand jump hook has improved, that right yeah. hand jump hook, the way he can get to it, and that's predicated on his footwork. It's improved. It's gotten better. I think it's upstairs with Giannis more than anything. You keep saying that. You say I he got to turn his brain. I, I, I <laughs> you think say yeah, once he turned his brain off. I, like, and and the thing is, I think it's I think it's some um I think it's some truth to that because the thing is, when he's not thinking about it, man, he's hitting threes. He's Getting off the dribble, man, and then shooting middies and everything, and cashing. Uh, he's hitting a lot of his free throws. Um, he has been running from the free throw line lately. Um, going Run, back to last sprinting, year, sprinting, sprinting, Leaf. Oh that, yeah, that yeah. free throw line is kryptonite. He's been ducking around. He can't get away from that strike. He can't get away from that strike fast enough. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not want to go there. I'm not gonna lie to you, but go back to that Miami game or um that elimination game. He threw the ball, yo, Bobby. You remember this. I'm like, I'm like, and 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 that kind of turned me off to him a little bit because the thing is, I said, bro, like, yo, I understand, bro, like, yo, free throws is copy of kryptonite. He, he works on them all the time. It, it, I think it gotta be because you had a story with with uh, Shaq. You said back in 06, oh yeah, you practiced with him. He was hitting all of them. He said game one. One for nine, Lee. One for one nine. For nine one for nine. Oh, that was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. That was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. But um, but uh uh listen, um it's, it's, I, I stand by what I said on the Cavs and the, um and, and uh the Timberwolves. I think they gotta get a lot more. Um you talked about uh cat all the time turning into uh, uh basically see web um in the, in the postseason and shit or which, which is crazy to me i, I was gonna go Lee, lower than that i was Lee, gonna turn turn him five, to points, five <laughs> points and four rebounds in the second half on average in playoff games that's cat God, i know that sounds that i know that sounds ridiculous but that's cat. Um, we can keep i mean we could we could keep we could keep chris weber out of it though Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could keep c web out of it even though you have Rasheed Wallace over him which is very <laughs> disrespectful but um um, but going going to the Suns, I don't see nothing from the Suns uh, right now than what I seen before. Uh, uh, what I seen from us back before the trade deadline, we was what? what didn't we win like twelve out of fourteen with uh, Katie and Kyrie uh, um, last year? They help, they're healthy now. That's the most important thing. What, wasn't they? Wasn't they, Wasn't our team healthy too? Yeah. Okay, healthy. so so you. All right, so the, listen. It probably listen. Call me crazy, but it probably might be the fact that. Yo, maybe we seeing a redemption of this with this with Kevin Durant in a different team. They still don't have a point guard. You said go get Kyle Lowry. Pick up the phone, go get Kyle Lowry. They still don't have that point guard. Uh, Devin Booker has point guard responsibilities um, and, and can pass, but he's not that floor general that you need and the guy that's going to keep everybody involved. They're still leaning on volume shooting. Um, 
I still if they play, I ain't gonna lie to you. If they play that Clippers team as constructor right now, they getting a foot up their ass. Mm-hmm. That that's it. They 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 getting a mud hole stomped in them. But my Bobby, I, I I don't know what you see in this team, bro. I swear I don't. But listen, I, listen well, I see me. what he sees. He sees Kevin Durant. He sees Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. That's what he's looking at. And yeah, yeah I so. You just you just brought it up. It's a rendition of the Brooklyn Nets with James Harden, Kyrie. And and Kevin Durant. That's basically what it is. However, I mean, but but James Harden was a facilitator, though. He kept yes, everything he afloat. That's that's that's, that's, that's the difference. That's the there's difference. nobody that here. The there's nobody here taking up that facilitator role in that easy point guard uh, point flowing role, bro. Like um, uh, Lee, yeah, don't, but, um, don't just don't just say that like it's a fact, bro. We've, I've seen Devin Booker do it multiple occasions this this season. I've seen I, Bradley. No, no, Bill. No, no, no. I've seen I've seen Bradley Bill step up and and do it as well. They point. They they do a lot of point guard by committee over there in in Phoenix, and you can and you, you can, can win that way. You can win like that. But you 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 can, but for how long until the, the to to the better teams in the playoffs start to realize yo who are the who are the better teams in the playoffs? The Clippers, what? the Clippers, Minnesota, Oklahoma Denver, City. The Clip- uh, OKC is not better than them. Clippers, 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 Clippers Denver, 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 and Clippers are the only teams that we can really say that are better than them. And, and I'm having, I'm having. Right, okay, if they get lined up by some young team, bro. Just remember, bro. I didn't tell, I didn't tell you, but I told you. You know what I'm saying? So, so you're, I mean, that's you didn't hear from me. You ain't here from me. You didn't hear from you me, didn't hear from me bro. Like, don't don't spend the block. You I, you know, I didn't, but you heard it, bro. But um, as far as the prediction um uh for this for tomorrow's game, yep. um, I think Kansas City has a good amount of what I call discipline. They have figured out how to win games without. They, they said Patrick no time. They, they got said Patrick Mahomes. Let's hold cut on. The shit, they got no, 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 Patrick no. Mahomes. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's not just that. Their defense has they made strides as well. Mahomes. That's who they got. See, they there's got a reason why. Hold on. There's a reason why you just talk basketball, bro. I'm going to school you for a second. Hold on. Please do they, that. Listen, their defense has made a lot of strides with, with Chris mm-hmm. Jones and them boys, man. Like, mm-hmm. they're starting to figure out little uh, little things to take advantage of, man. Like, like, like listen. Such as. The thing, such as. The thing is, the thing is cut, off, cut off the short routes. And cut off the drags, man, and start to make the quarterback alone beat you. Don't make nobody mm-hmm. else beat you. And right. the thing is, we all know, like we all know, without CMC, Brock Purdy is pretty much a sitting duck. So, so the thing is, so the thing is, bro, like if, if they can stay conducive to that, take away them short routes, take away them drags, make everything inside only, bro. I think mm-hmm. they got a great chance of beating, uh, beating the shit out y'all, bro, by a whole lot, bro. Like it's, it's sure. to me. It's this of is just course. this is just gonna get bad. I ain't even gonna watch the game. I just don't know what's gonna happen. Um, still from nineteen ninety five, y'all still gonna be without. Um, yeah, we, we we beat y'all though, so that's all that that's all that no, matters. The, the, the we, we, we beat y'all. All right, Lee. Good to talk to y'all, brother. Good to talk to you, my man. I know where to find you at if I need you, right, please, brother. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, mm-hmm. We got a couple super chats. First one from Music by P. He says, "Will the league?" Go into a low when LeBron retires. Well, that always happens, you know, when 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 the, when the face of the league leaves. But it won't be long, though. Big Ox, I watched in a three-year span. I watched the NBA lose Magic, Bird, Jordan, and Isaiah Thomas in the three-year span. They kept rolling, though. So it's not a situ. It's not a situation where. When 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 James retires, like the league is just gonna gonna go into a law and stay there. Of course, the, the, there's gonna be somebody 
that's going to have to take over. I think this generation, to be to be honest with you, I think this era is going to be an. I don't think it's going to be one guy like it was with James. I think yeah. it's going to be. Excuse me. I think it's going to be a collection of guys. To be quite mm -hmm. honest with you, I do. Yeah, I can see that. Um, uh, chill. I'm glad you mentioned that. Town hoop says, "Thank you so much for mentioning that." Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, who we got back? Um, what up, what up? Yo, yo, let me. I'm good. I'm good. My good. You hot? You hot? What up? What's going on, fellas? Salute. What salute. Up? What's the word? What up? Um, there was a couple of there was a couple of things that um you said that I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, the glaring thing that you said was that you think that Donovan Mitchell is the best two guard. Yes, Gotta disagree with you, my man. Um, we actually did on open gym. A comparison of Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell side by side. And I would like mm -hmm. to do that with you quickly, just real quick. Mm -hmm. We don't have to go through so many categories, but right. um, so uh, if you want, we can do so shooting. Who would you give it to, Donovan Mitchell or um, Devin Booker? Um, I think Donovan Mitchell is better in the, at the long ball. I think he's better going left. I think he's better. I think Devin Booker is better in the mid-range. Okay. I think, Devin, I, okay. I think Devin Booker is better in the mid-range. I think Donovan Mitchell is better going left. I think Donovan Mitchell is better at the long ball, both off the dribble and catch and shoot. I think I, I think he's Really? Better. Wow. Um, Disagree with you. Okay. So, in my opinion, I, I got Devin Booker as the better catch and shoot player. Mm -hmm. um, I think Donovan Mitchell's pull-up shooting, especially going to his left, as you say, uh, flawless. Flawless. He has that over Do uh, Devin Booker 100%. Mm -hmm. However, I think every other form of shooting, whether it be um, catch and shoot, coming off of pin downs, um, um, movement shooting, um, shooting on different spots of the floor, I got to give it to Devin Booker. Um, I think he's more portable in offenses because of that. I think you could take Devin Booker and put him in multiple offenses and his off-ball shooting can mm -hmm. translate compared to Donovan Mitchell, who needs the ball in his hands a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um so now, and you said mid-range, you're going to give it to Devin Booker, right? So I, I got the same thing. Devin Booker, mid-range. Uh, post, post. I think it's like this, though. I, I think it's like this, though. I don't think, it, I, okay. I don't think it's that far away. But I think I, I think. What it's about like a that. post um, offense? I think Devin Booker is a little bit better on the box, particularly on the right box. Okay. I think he's a little. I, uh, I think he's a little. I think he's a little bit better on the right box. But that's as far as I'm uh, gonna go. Okay, uh, that that I agree with you. I, I agree with you with that. Um, Ball, uh, ball handling and playmaking. Book? No, no, not not book. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. So mm -hmm. ball for both for both. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair point. And then um and finishing. Oh, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Okay. I I I I I think I think the eye test would indicate Donovan Mitchell. But mm -hmm. I think you can make the case for Devin Booker in different varieties because, in my opinion, sometimes I also include post finishing as finishing yeah. as well. Although it is post offense, but for you yeah. to finish through contact in the low in the low block, I count that just because you play well, close, just because you play closer to the basket or you going downhill, those two things aren't those two things aren't much different. If I'm playing closer to the basket and I'm finishing, that still constitutes as finishing, whether you're on a box right, right, right. or if you, yeah, that, right. th those two things constitute as finishing. But I think that a lot, I think a lot goes into, a lot needs to be said about a guy that plays above the rim. 
people do not give a guy who plays above the rim, especially in this generation. You guys don't give guys who play above the rim as much credit as you need to because there's a psychological advantage for a guy who plays above the rim as opposed to a guy who plays under the rim, which I don't discount because getting to the rim is not diff- is not hard. It's not it's not as, as easy as people think it is just because the offense mm-hmm. is wide open. It does not mean that it's easy to get to the rim. But when you're playing above the rim, in addition to getting to the rim, that's a big deal. And Donovan Mitchell does that. It's uh, so I agree with you in that sense. Um, in terms, so that is the deciding factor for Anthony Edwards and SGA for me. I think the fact that Anthony Edwards can play underneath the rim, he can mm-hmm. play, he can do the, you know, the same thing that SGA can do. Donovan, I mean, um, um Ant can do the same thing. Um, and that's going to actually get to my Timberwolves thing. Um, but I feel like because Ant, he can play above and under the rim at the same frequency and he doesn't miss a beat, that's what puts him over the top with SGA. And that's why yep. I have him ending his career as the fourth best shooting guard of all time. But that's neither here or there. To the Timberwolves right. point, um, I disagree with you as well. I, I, I agree to a certain extent that it's execution, but it's also personnel. I think um, um, Leaf made a, a, a great point. The two players that I f- feel like is going to be hindrances on that team is going to be Slow Mo, just because he's slow, and Rudy Gobert. Unfortunately, don't get me wrong, Kyle Anderson, his IQ is uh, is dope. He knows what to do with the ball. Played under Greg Popovich. I think he's like, I think IQ-wise, he's like Boris Diaw. Like, he understands what needs to be done. Connecting passer, right. things like that. Right. He has the high IQ. But I feel like the rest of the team is fast. It's too fast for him. And I think that messes up a lot of the timing when it comes to execution in the half court. I think his lack of shooting hinders the team. Especially well, he's not a part of their closing the lineup. That's, so that, that's the thing, though. He's not, he, 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 he's not a part of their closing lineup. So that's not a problem, right? So if he was a part of their closing lineup, then that Who, would be slow-mo? one thing. Slow-mo? Yeah, he's, he's not a part of their closing lineup. No, that's not him. And not only that, this team so, is predicated. It depends. it depends on the lineup. From time to time, they did. When we get in the playoffs, he's not going to be a part of their closing lineup. No, that's not going to happen. And with that being said, this team is predicated on defense. You guys don't give Rudy Gobert as much credit as you should in the aspect of how open he is around the basket, how they don't get him the basketball. Rudy does not need to step out and knock down. Rudy can't catch. Chill, 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 chill. We can't do that. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you go down this rabbit hole. Chill, he cannot catch. He cannot turn over his left shoulder. Chill, chill. I understand it, sure when it's very easy and they put it in, I'm talking about in tight quarters, in situations when teams understand how to pinch, in, in close quarters, his hands get really, really shaky, Joe. It gets really shaky. Well, when you got three guys I'm around saying. him, of course, when he's made four of them and now you got three guys around him, now that's basketball IQ. Why do I mean when I say that? Well, he's made four or five of them. Now the defense has collapsed. My third year shooting guard should know that. And now he has a one-on-one situation, and he needs and he needs to take guys. My power forward, who now with the defense collapsing, has now opened up more shots for him, so he needs to score more. So when this happens, Rudy is Rudy is the run game that's setting up the pass. That's who Rudy is at the end of the day. So when that happens, it can work. Rudy does not need to step out and knock down open shots. He doesn't need to play on a perimeter more no. add that to the yeah, fact I'm, that no, no, no. as a def- as a as a defender as a defender i think that's overblown that that playing on the perimeter logic because rudy has gotten so much better as a defender on the perimeter particularly chasing guards closeouts and all of that good stuff he's done that so much better than what he did in the past i think that was an anomaly what you saw with the clippers i think that's overblown 
No, so I agree. I agree with that. I, I just on the offense, what tends to happen, and I agree, it is IQ recognizing certain situations, certain actions. But I feel like because of the floor shrinking on them and the fact that Rudy Gobert has to be right underneath the rim, it turns it to four on five occasionally. And I agree. I feel like Cat is the X factor mentally. He has to be the valve, the release valve between Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert when that floor shrinks to provide the aqua, um, the, the whether it be the shooting, whether it be, right. you know what I mean, the connecting passing. I, I do agree with that. Um, right. Another thing, I, I'm with you with the Bucks. The Bucks. Um, I feel like Pat Bev is not the net defender that Drew Holiday is, and I and 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 the two things I feel like uh, the Bucks and the Nuggets are gonna be they might be one uh, the first round knockouts because they're missing the net defender. You think Denver gets bounced in round one? Word? I think so. I, depending on the matchup, depending, oh. I think I think they really need Bruce Brown. I really think. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Peyton Watson is dope. Doesn't have the IQ mm. yet. Doesn't have, you know what I mean? Doesn't have the experience yet. And what right. happens that I think this playoff run, Eric Gordon might get exhausted having to be that kind of connector. You know what I mean? To be right. that, 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 um, that, um, because everybody else is going to be, besides guy. Jokic and Eric, Eric Gordon, are going to be up and down, in my opinion. I think mm. Bruce Brown levels the playing field. He provides, you know, a sense of calmness. And I feel like they're going to miss out on that 100%. I think it's going to be mm. really, really bad. I do have one more question before I get up on it. Um, so I, I see that you got the 49ers. I disagree with you. I think Mahomes is going to go crazy. Um, what do you have as the score um, uh, with this um, with this Super Bowl game? What do you have as score? I'll, and who do you think is going to be a standout X Factor? 24 points ain't enough. Because I've mm. seen Patrick Mahomes come, come back against Deshaun Watson being down three touchdowns. So 24 points is not enough. We're going to need more than 24 in order to win. I don't think we need 40. I don't think we need that many points because if we turn this into a shootout, we're going to lose also. No, that's Ooh. not going to work. Either. I, I think 27 to 30 points, I think that's enough for us to okay. win. I do. Okay. I, I think 27 to 30, I think that's enough. I could see a 27-20 game. I could see that. Okay. I could see a 30-23 game. I could see that. But 24 points, that's not enough. We need more than that. Because I, here's what I will say about um, just because Leaf didn't give a, a good breakdown. So I'm going to give you a better breakdown, uh, Cho. The thing with the Chiefs that what they can do with um, with the 49ers is that they mm -hmm. won disguise cover two man. Spagnola has been doing a great job at that. And a lot of people don't know. He did know. that with the Giants. Two, he did that with the yeah, Giants. The, when they won the, the two cornerbacks that they got, um, various Sneed, if I'm not mistaken. I think I'm saying his name wrong. But Sneed yep. and McDuffie. McDuffie, who's an all-pro. They are shut down corners. Chill. They don't even look at the ball. They play mm -hmm. man, and wherever you're going, I'm with you. So if you got those two guys that can take over, um, covering Ayuk and Debo Samuel, and you just um, um disguise that middle of the field for George Kittle, Brock Purdy is gonna have to make a couple of more reads than he's used to, because you know Brock Purdy's a one-two. I'm going. One, two, I might get to the third read, but I'm pretty one, two read, and that's it. So I feel like Spagnola can, you know, let those defensive ends, you know, Chris Jones can create some havoc, and they're going to mm -hmm. play wide and kind of collapse the um, the running lanes for Brock Purdy mm -hmm. to escape out of. And that, those cornerbacks, Sneed and McDuffie, Chill, I'm telling you, they're going to have a field day with your wide receivers. <clears throat> Brennan Ayuk, get them up, my boy. But yeah, salute far, to you, far. yo, um, Ox. I love the game from yesterday. That was super dope. Light the beam. Um, the Kings are mm -hmm. a dark horse, 
And I think the Pelicans are a dark horse show. Um, I, I agree that Zion needs to work on the defensive end. Talk to this dude right, right, right here. On, this dude right here on my on, on my left. He already made it clear. If the Kings had to play New Orleans in the first round, he is pissed. This dude don't, don't want that. This, this dude on my yeah, he is not trying to hear. Those are my two dark horses, and Dallas is my third dark horse because of um, what they did with Gafford and stuff like that. But we're gonna see. For you sure. know, playoff basketball. I'm ready for it, and I'm gonna chop it with you guys um soon. So salute, right, guys, man. Salute, salute, salute. Later. Mm-hmm. I already, I already know how my man Big Ox feel about having to see New Orleans in round one. He like hell no. Yeah, of all the teams that I don't want to see in round one, them. I don't want to see them. No. Can we see somebody else? Mm-mm. Um, when, got a super chat right here from Winter. Winter says, "Chill. Did you see what Micah Parsons said about T.J. Watt not being a top five pass rusher and him pretty much downplaying T.J. stats? I think T.J. should have won DPOY. Also, I can go against." Patty Chip. I can't go against Patty Chip. Of course you can. It's like going against Tom Brady. I understand that, but I didn't see what he said about uh about TJ Watt not being a top mm. five passer. But I do believe TJ Watt is a top five pass rusher in the in the game. One hundred percent, he is. He creates havoc. There's a reason why he's got a double team almost every play. His ability to get to the his ability to get to the quarterback is un, uncanny. How he how, how he slips through. How he swims through guys. How he out physicals offensive linemen. I I absolutely believe that TJ Watt is a top five passer. And it's in the blood. 100% it's in the blood. He better than Michael Parsons. How about that? Hmm. Right, right. Um, so chill. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get into the Super Bowl a little bit. Yep. Um, you told you just told context um that if y'all score, how much y'all should be okay? 24 is not enough. I think 30 is enough. I, I think 30 points is enough. 20 is so enough. So they got they got for the uh, Niners and Chiefs over under uh, 47.5. Do you think it will go over or under that? It has to go over that. In order for us to win, yes, it has to go over 20. It has to go over 47. That ain't enough. That's not enough. As much as I like our defense, as much as I like what we do defensively, Patrick Mahomes is the difference in what they're doing. He is the difference in what they're doing. So offensively, I already know. What's the most important thing here? And that's run the football. CMC mm. should CMC should touch the fo- touch the football 30 times minimum. He should touch the football. Just in the backfield. That's not in the flat. That's not getting him in, that's not getting him in outs. That's not getting him in in in, in screens. None of that stuff. That's just in the backfield. He should definitely touch the ball at minimum. At minimum 30 times. With that being said, that's gonna open up the offense way more for Brock Purdy. Way mm-hmm. more, way more catching Ayuk in in fifteen yard outs, hitting Brandon Jennings over the middle, hitting George Kittle, and also hitting George Kittle on that on that eight yard slant and moving up the field. Because I love George Kittle getting matched up. I love George Kittle getting matched up with their linebackers. I love that. I love creating that matchup, that mismatch with him getting with him getting missed, with him getting matched up with their linebackers. I'll tell you this: we have to go to him early though. I do mm-hmm. think we got to go to him. We can't wait till the third in the middle of the fourth quarter to go to him because that's what we did against Detroit. I'd like to get him involved. I'd like to get him involved in the game early. But CMC is the guy who, in order for us to win, he's got to touch the ball 30 times just from in the backfield alone. And if, when it doesn't work early, keep doing it. Keep pounding on that defense because it's gonna because it's gonna work, big ox. I'm telling you, it's gonna work. Right, right. Um chill. I want to do something here. I want to get 
I want to get some of your favorite for your favorite Super Bowls. Mm. You know, like what what was the dopest Super Bowls that you remember um that you enjoyed the most? Um, I actually got the doc right here. I want to pull up. Mm -hmm. Let's see. There's a few of them. Yeah, there's a few of them that I really dug, man. It was a few of them that kept me on the edge of my seat. Uh, of course, all the ones that my 49ers won, none of them were, none of them was whack. Every last one of them were great. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was, a, it, was, it, it, it was a few of them. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of them that I dug. Um, top five Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After this, after this, we're gonna do top five Super Bowl performances too. Right, so. top five Super Bowls. Let's see. I want to start with uh, with the Patriots and the Panthers. That was awesome, man. Oh, at five Jake, or one. At five, Jake Deloman, Jake 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 Delome and, and 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 Tom Brady going at it. Man, that was action. No doubt about it. That was straight action. Um, let's see. How about Tom Brady? How about how about Atlanta? And so, Tom, what what year was that? That was in two thousand four. Four oh four. Yeah, but that that was in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Pick five of them. Hmm. My favorite ones. Chad, y'all make sure to drop yours in the in the comments. That twenty that that, well. that two thousand uh, the the twenty seventeen bowl game where the Patriots came back from. Down four touchdowns. That's never happened in in NFL history. Never happened. The you said the um Falcons versus Patriots? Yes. And that was that was 2017, right? Yes, that was 2017. The Patriot, the Panthers and the Patriots. Was that 2003 or 2004? They're saying it's 2003. They say 2004 was against the Eagles. Hmm. So okay, so so if, I'm thinking about when when it was played. It was in January of 2003. All right, so it, it, it was in January of 2003. Yeah, because because Terrell Owens was on the because Terrell Owens was on Philadelphia the next year. Okay, yeah, that that's correct. Um, let's see. My 49ers in '89 when we beat uh in '88. I'm sorry when we beat Cincinnati. John Taylor's jersey should be retired too, by the way. Let's see. All times. Super Bowls. That I really you said that was not that was 89? 89, yep. Uh 2007, Giants and the Patriots. That was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, my favorite Super Bowl of all time was when my boys, we stomped uh, San Diego in 94. Super Bowl record, 49 points, which is a record still to this day. We beat the Chargers in, 90, in 94, smoked them. So hmm. absolutely smoked them, dude, which is still a record. I, I believe we scored 49 points in that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard it first. <laughs> Top five Super Bowls from Chilltown or... Number five, the Panthers versus Patriots in 2003. Mm -hmm. Falcons versus Patriots 2017. 49ers versus Bengals 1989. Giants versus Patriots 2007. And 49ers versus Chargers 1994. Chad, y'all keep dropping your favorite Super Bowls in, in, in the comment section. 
Let us know. What was your favorite? Um, mm-hmm. We have a super chat here from Devon Williams. He says, Antonio Gates not making first ballot is insane. Is it worse than Terrell Owens not making it? Because I don't think it's worse than Terrell Owens not making it. Is there's no mm-hmm. legit logic you could give me that Terrell Owens is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. There is none. And I mean, he was right. He shouldn't. He he didn't. He didn't go to the ceremony, which I, I think he did it at his school, which I can definitely dig that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see who we got back here. Brax, you there? What up? Yo. What up? What's good? What up? Man, <clears throat> I'm here to finish what I didn't finish the other day, man. Wait, before we get to that. I'm not a football guy. Hold on. Chill, you rooting for the 49ers? I am. Those are my guys. All right, I got the Chiefs. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I got to get to that cap that you was on playback the other day. Why is it cap? I, I don't understand why it's cap. It's, it's, it's your opinion. It's my opinion. The, the way I, the way, It's not a lie. Because the only way it's a lie is you have to prove it's a lie. That's how right. you have to prove it. Prove it. Prove that I'm lying. Well, first prove of all. It. First of all, first of all, first of all, you said a player can't be better than a player. He just can't make a jump, right? He not can't make a jump. Year. Not, not in one year. Not, 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 if they, not if they haven't been close. Not in one year. No. Well, chill. This is the thing, man. Shay didn't just make a jump. He most definitely has been a progressively better player every single year. On top of the fact that this man's predicaments, in my opinion, are way worse predicaments that Tatum or Mitchell have ever been and when i say he's a better player i'm looking at it from the overall better player i play basketball better than you mindset and with that mindset i don't see there's a world where tatum is better than shay this is fucking crazy chill you still never answer my question what does tatum do better than shay like like i think he's a a better scorer no that's number one i think I, i think he's a better scorer than him um, he's better. He, he's better in the postseason. He's better in the post. He's a better. Def- he's a better. Postseason a- is a postseason is a team accomplishment. Chill. Why? Are we, is it? Why are we give- is yes. It? Yes. Is it? it so, is. So so you're so you're so you're under the belief that I just play basketball better than you. So when better basketball players get outplayed, so when better basketball players get outplayed, then there's the conversation that this guy isn't as good as this other guy. Yeah. Is that a fact? Yeah. Right, so when 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 SGA gets outplayed, so that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a better basketball player because now there's a conversation. Did has Jason Tatum not has SGA consistently outplayed Jason Tatum as a basketball player consistently? Yes, but no, he has not. You have no evidence. Look, look, look. None. When you say when you say score, I me personally, I take efficiency into regard. I I love efficiency. I love when you're an efficient scorer. Shay is he's I'm in my he clears Tatum as an efficient scorer. Overall scorer? Yes, overall, overall. scorer. So at overall. the long ball line, at the rim, it, in the mid-range, it, in the mid-post, unpopular in transition, all of that stuff. Yes, all of that is unpopular. What evidence do you have to prove that? Even even when it comes to three-point shooting, I understand that Tatum takes more, but I mean if he takes less, but when he takes them, he has a higher chance of hitting them from the three-point line. Literally last night, you seen it. He went three for ten. He went three for ten from the three point line. Say he might go like two for three, one for three, something like that. And but that still balances out 
that still balances out to be if a little bit lower or if not the same percentage as Tatum. I don't know the percentage off the isn't, top of my isn't, head. Isn't Shea shooting something like 32% on the long ball? Something like isn't that. It? Not 32. 32 is 32 or 33. 32 is a bit. And the reason why is because he doesn't. I'm I'm, I'm being honest. And I think the reason why is because I don't think he shoots the long ball like that. In fact, SGA plays a lot in the mid range. SGA plays a lot in the mid post. He doesn't play at the long ball line like that. He does. Yeah, he does. He doesn't shoot a lot of he he doesn't shoot a lot of threes. But when he does, it's not really like it's you know how they say all Taylor knows how to do is like a sidestep or a dribble pull up from three. Shay, he's not good when he has to set his feet and shoot a three. He, a lot of his threes will be like a step back three, but mm-hmm. that is typically when he hits it. If it's like a catch and shoot three or like he has time to like square his shoulder, something like that, he's probably going to mm-hmm. miss. I'm not going to lie. But he right. doesn't do that often, and he knows that. So I'm going to say he's – if the fact that he knows that and he doesn't shoot that shot as often – but when he does it goes in, he's a better three-point shooter than Jason Tatum. So that's a basketball IQ thing more than anything. It, it's because an IQ he, thing, yes. So he's smarter than – so in addition to him being better, he's also smarter than Jason Tatum. I, I feel so, like he know he knows his strengths and his weaknesses, and he plays towards his strengths more than his weaknesses. Tatum so, knows he'll have a weakness but doesn't really care. So with that – well, I think that's that's largely due to it's part of their offense. And the same thing with, with Oklahoma City. That's also not very much part of their offense because you see what happens with, with Giddy and those guys. But with oh SGA, is SGA, is SGA close? Was he close to Jason Tatum? Like, let, let's say last season, was he close to him? Yes. In your opinion, I don't think he, was he close I don't, to him? In my opinion, he was close. He wasn't better, but he was close. Right. So the year before that, was he close to him? So he was moving closer the to him. The year before that is the year before that is where it gets tricky. I don't think there was a conversation, but also it was like you can like you can see it. You can see the, him coming. Yeah, because two see, years you, ago. Because two years ago, that was like the very first year he was the number one number one option for his own team and he was healthy. Who did this so, is this is this is SGA we're talking about. Yes, SGA. Okay, I'm with you. Because this is his third. This is his third year being a, a the the leader of his team. This is Tatum's Correct. fourth year. Okay. So that year, I think he was averaging like 24 or something like that. The team wasn't 24, good. 24 and a half, almost 25 a game. Yeah, almost 25 a game. And then that's when the next year, that's when he made that jump, that 25 to to 30 jump. That was last year. Yeah, that was last year, and that's mm-hmm. when that people were calling him a top 10 player and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, mm, okay, relax. I mean, I could see it, but, you know, there's still players better than him and Tatum included. This is the year where I truly feel like as a basketball player, he's – last year he uh, showed what he can do. This year Mm -hmm. he, like, fine-tuned it. He He's, like, what he already knows he's good at, he's better at it. Mm -hmm. So with that being – Keep going, keep going. going. So with that being said, when it comes to Tatum, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is his – realistically in my opinion this is his fourth year being like the guy on his team right and some of the problems that he's had when he the first year he was a leader he still has those issues mm-hmm. so which is the I, same which is the same logic you could use for sga who, who who is getting better but let's rewind the clock you just said so two years ago right this is the third year that sga has been this is the third year that sga has been the leader on his team the main. So let's, Right. So let's rewind the clock. So two years ago, you didn't think it was a conversation. And that was a career year for Jason Tatum. And you didn't think that it was a conversation then. I didn't so like then, I, said, I didn't think it was a conversation. Right. You didn't think it was, you, you, you didn't think it was a, 
you, you didn't think it was a real conversation then, right? So then the next year, when after after SGA goes twenty after SGA goes twenty five a game, he jumps to thirty a game. Yeah. Then Jason Tatum also has a career year. So now what happens is that you're not close to me this year, and then the next year I have another career year, and you have a career year. So my year gets better than what it was last year when you weren't close to me, and then your year improves, and then my year improves. So that means that you're now close to me, even though you weren't the close jump, to me. The, year. the jump that the jump that Shay took is in a, is in a huge jump compared to what Tatum took. He took a yes, he had a career year, but it's like okay, you did slightly better. You're slightly. He averaged thirty a game last year. Okay, and so did Shay. What? That's the point. You, you I, I already told you. I think you can jump from the 450 best player to the 300. I told you that. I feel like you the, can do the, that. The, the reason, the reason you can do that is if you're close to those guys. That's the category that you're in. You can't go from the 25th best player to the third because yes. you're not. If, if you're the 25th best player, you're not close to the third best. player. When it comes to you're being not, the better the basketball player, Julius Randle, Julius Randle goes goes off this year in the playoffs. Julius Randle and the Knicks end up. I don't know, in the NBA Finals, and he balls out. Julius Randle cannot go from being the 38th best player to the 8th. That doesn't work. I no, never said he could. But that's, that's, the, that's your think, argument. Because, look, Julius Randle, I don't think he just has the skill set of a player to even be in those conversations in the first place. Hmm. You, you hmm. think he does? Who, Julius Randle? Yes. As a basketball player, yes, I do. I think he has. The, I think he has the skill set to be in the, to be in the conversation with the great ones, which which he is right now. But I still want to. What we what we haven't what we haven't gotten. What what a hole is in your in your logic is. You just told me that Jason Tatum and SGA weren't close in in two years ago. Jason Tatum makes the jump. You cannot not be close to me, and then I make another jump, and then you make a jump. And automatically the gap is closed. No, it did Still, not. A part, a part of my argument that I also feel like is being lost is the fact that I, for one, this it's a skill set thing, and also it's an efficiency thing. These are two things that I have above. I have above. I mean, I think Shea has above Tatum. Mm. The two main things, in my opinion. Mm. So with that, with that argument, I already preferred Shea's skill set over Tatum's. I like uh, Tatum's skill set, and I like. Shay's IQ more too. I think that's another thing. So if Shay fine-tunes all of those things that he did, which he did, you can make that jump. Shay had an even when he not first if you're not made close the, to me. Not if you're not not if you're not close to me, and then I make another huge jump. Your jump is that that means that you have to double what I did in order to get close to me. Because you already said still. you're not close to me yet. Because really, because so really, you're I'm making good. you're making that argument. Brex, Brex, I got I got I got to stop you right there, brother. No, you made a compelling argument, but we don't have too much time left. We got a couple. You, you're more right. My fault. My through. fault. You got it. But I hey, appreciate it, though. You know, you made some good points, brother. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. See you. All right, yes, sir. Absolutely. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, Shay's up and coming. He he's gonna be. Oh, he's on his way. One hundred percent. He's on his way. Absolutely. I feel like he's on his way. 100% I believe that. But you can't tell me that, Big Ox, I'm, I'm, I'm not close to Sabonis. And then the, and the next year, Sabonis has another career year. And then I have a career year, which means that we're essentially kind of in the same space. And then the next year after that, now he's jumped me. No, mm -hmm. that doesn't work. No, that logic it, it doesn't work. It takes time. You, you can't just yeah. show up no. and then all of a sudden mm -mm. you that logic on my level. Mm -mm. Like now you you just you just got here, mm -hmm. but 
Um, <clears throat> let me see. We uh, still wanted to get to your top five um, Super Bowl performances. Who had some of the best Super Bowl performances that you can remember, Chilltown? Hold on, let me get that up here. Boom. Okay. Top five Super Bowl performances. Mm. Man, that's a good in one. Chat, chat, y'all make sure to put your top five Super Bowl performances Super in the comment Bowl section as well. How about Brady going throwing for five hundred at number five? Brady throwing for five hundred yards <laughs> in this in the bowl game. Wow. Brady, threw, Brady threw for five hundred yards in the bowl game. Um, let's see here. Hmm. Jerry Rice got to be at the top of the list. Jerry mm -hmm. Rice, I, I think, and, and he should have he should have actually won the won a Super Bowl MVP in '88. I think he had 220 yards against Cincinnati. So I'm putting Jerry Rice not at number four. He he, he goes higher than that. Um, let's We're see. Three, two, one. Are you just, we'll wait. We'll wait till we get. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We'll wait. Um, let's see. Big Ops. Wow. Uh, Terrell Davis. I think Terrell Davis in '99. Nah, nope. I'm not doing that. Big Ops. Okay. Mm -mm. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. Mm -mm. So the fact that you lost, it's just a performance. You didn't have to win, Duke. You could have, you, you could still lose and have a, have a fantastic performance. So nobody has ever thrown for 500 yards in the Super Bowl. That's never happened before, ever. So the fact that you lost, that doesn't matter. Um, let's see, Big Ops. I'm, 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 I'm struggling with this one. Top five, okay. Super, Bowl, top five Super Bowl performances. Ooh. Um. Reggie White, I think Reggie White had three sacks in the bowl game. Is it okay, two Reggie sacks? White. Yeah, I, I think Reggie White had two or three sacks in the, in, in the bowl game against uh against. That this, this is a tough one, Big Ox. I'm 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 a. Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm struggling with this one. I am. I'm, I'm definitely struggling with this one. Uh. Yeah, Breezy, Breezy's pushing for that Terrell Davis one you mentioned. It, 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 it is, right? Terrell Davis in 99, he actually should have won the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. I think he did win it. Yeah. I'll, I'll put Terrell Davis at three. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll put Terrell Davis at three. Yeah, I will put Terrell Davis at three. Um, Let's see. I'm thinking about other performances that I've seen. Other performances that I've seen. Joe Montana in '84, he was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And Jerry Rice at the top of my list in '88 against Cincinnati. He had 220 yards, 220 plus yards. '84, not '94, '84. You said Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. How many yards? I think he had two hundred twenty, two hundred and twenty plus yards that game. He should have. He should have actually. Uh, he should have actually won the 
won the Super Bowl MVP that game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't think that I don't think that I don't think any of Brady's games as good as as as, as good as Brady was in in 2017 when they beat Atlanta, as good as he was against the Legion of Boom. That 500 yard game, man, that was incredible. Yeah, that was hmm. that that was I ain't never seen nothing like that. Yeah, so y'all got it here first. Chilltown's top five Super Bowl performances. Number five, Tom Brady, a 500-yard performance. Number four, Reggie White goes for three sacks. Number three, Terrell Davis in 99. Joe Montana in 1984 is taking the two spot. And Jerry Rice, 220-plus yards. These are the top five Super Bowl performances. Chad, don't forget to drop your top five Super Bowl performances right here in the comment section. In the meantime, let me see. Who do we have in the back? What's going on, Jay? What up? Chill. Um, how do you think this bowl game is gonna cur- is gonna go coming tomorrow? How do you think it's gonna go? I think it's gonna go well for the 49ers. I think it's gonna go really well for the 49ers. I think it's gonna start slow, and then I think we're eventually gonna get it going. That's how I think it's gonna go. Yep. Like, what are we talking here? Like a touchdown, maybe first half, and then like really. Well, it, it, now game by game, now play by play, I'm not doing that. I, I don't. I'm not doing that. Well, no, not play, but I mean like. I, 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 think, I think that. I think that it's going to take 30 points in order for us. 30 points is enough points for us to win, and I think that our run game could start slow early, but I think that we'll stick to it, and I think we'll eventually get going. I do think that. Mm, um okay so you think that 49ers are gonna win do you think what are yeah. the biggest concerns that you what are the what, yeah i know uh what are the biggest concerns that you have coming patrick into mahomes, the super bowl it. then patrick mahomes that's it nothing else patrick mahomes nothing else and, and that's, in terms of that defense it. jones as good as jones is as a i think we can handle jones i think we can i think my front four is better than your front four my biggest issue is patrick mahomes him he is my issue if we could slow him down, he's the biggest. We'd be yeah. Him. Yes, he's the he's the game changer down, essentially. Yes. Mm. Yes. Well, all right. I have a yeah. I have a question for you, Chill. What do you think? How do you think this Western Conference is going to go? Is going to look like coming into the playoffs? Like, what do you think is going to go to the conference championship or even come out of the Western Conference? I think the road to the NBA championship goes through Denver. I'm having a difficult time seeing of these teams. Having a difficult time seeing Minnesota, Oklahoma City, or the Clippers beat in Denver four times in a week. I think they're the team to beat in the Western Conference. I think Minnesota's going to give them a run for their money. But I think ultimately, of all the teams, Minnesota is the biggest threat, I feel like, to Denver. Of all these teams. I already know what I, I – I'm out on the Clippers, and I'm out on the Clippers because – their whole logic is contingent on one guy, and that's Kawhi Leonard. Um, Oklahoma City, I feel like, is too young. Um, Phoenix still has a lead guard issue. They're not just going to be able to just outscore everybody. That's not going to work. Sacramento is there, but they're not there yet. They're getting close. So the one team that the, – and the Lakers, even though they're as good as they are in the playoffs, they have proven that Denver is their Achilles heel. Denver owns them. So the one team that I see in the Western Conference that could give Denver a run for their money is Minnesota, simply because how good they are defensively. 
do you think that Oklahoma City could have a run kind of like the Magic had back in the 90s where they actually do end up going to the finals? Do you think they could end no, up having a run like no, that? No, because they don't have nobody as dominant as Shaq. Hmm. Um, well, all right, chill. I got one more yep. question for you. Uh, what do you think? Who, who do you think really won the trade this week? Who do you think like won the trade? The Knicks. The Knicks did with what they with what they added to their roster and who they're getting back. I think the Knicks. They pushed all their chips to the front of the table. I think they dead serious about what they're trying to do, and I think that they are definitely an A plus grade in what they tried to do. One hundred percent. Well, all right, chill. Good luck with right, the bro, Super Bowl. Hopefully, y'all win. You're gonna need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right on, right on. Excited for the Super Bowl. Y'all make sure y'all take the time, check out the Super Bowl, get somewhere safe, relax, and you know, don't drink it. Don't be drinking and driving tomorrow, man. Y'all stay off the streets. Don't do that, man. Don't call somebody. They got somebody told you. Call him. Here come scoop you. He told you that. Do that. Well, y'all, this is the end of the show today. We will be back on Wednesday. Um, check us out on Monday on the panel. You know that. Um, check the check the playback schedule. You never know who you're gonna get. Make sure y'all ready for that. Um, hit hit those QR codes in the bottom left and bottom right hand corner. Get your PC merch. Um, support the channel, y'all. Appreciate y'all pulling up. Chill town. Hey man, put on a suit. Drink water. Don't drink and drive. Hey man, when last time you talked to your mother, yo? Call her. Call your mother. See how she doing. Go talk to your mother, man. But until then, take it light. But take it. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Catch y'all next time. Yes, sir. We'll be back.